That's right, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. And as you're very well aware, you're listening to Rogers Dodgers, the unofficial favorite podcast of some of the Los Angeles Dodgers fans. That's right. If you're listening today, it means you live for white hot baseball action and you eat sleep, bleed, and breathe blue. Talking Dodger baseball. And thanks for tuning in on this fine April day here in Los Angeles. And in case you were wondering, we don't need no intro music. If you're listening to this song, you're about to get clued into the fact that you're listening to What You Been Up To. What You Been Up To. Tried to go a little deeper on that one. Tried to really hit the the bottom, the baritone, the bass of my register there in one take. And I'm pretty sure I was off key. Thanks for tuning back into What You've Been Up To. I'm your host, Steve Moulton. I'm pretty sure you're both aware of that. It's uh, April something or other. Figured I'd do a podcast because it's been a month and a half since I did my last episode. Wouldn't that be terrible? I mean, that song is already terrible. We're talking about Stained's ultra-mega hit, It's Been a While, that just constantly gets referenced all over the place. But um, it's terrible. It's a terrible song. No offense, Stained. That song's not actually very good. I bet if I were to turn on a certain Southern California radio station right now, it would probably be playing within the next hour. But I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. I guess I kind of just threw Stained under the bus, didn't I? Sorry, Stained. Enjoy what I'm hoping is a whole lot of money from uh, 20 years of radio plays and karaoke plays. And who knows what else. I understand that you guys came along at a time when the music industry was essentially uh, eating itself alive. But you managed to make a name for yourself. And that name was Stained without the E. Why am I going so hard on Stained today? I'm having a good day. Let's accentuate the positive. It's 85 degrees in April here in Los Angeles. I just got back from an audition where the note was uh, that the character should be sweaty. So they definitely picked the right day to hold this audition. 85 degrees. If you've ever hung out with me at maybe Disneyland or uh, a bar or uh, absolutely anywhere, you know that I can break a sweat like that. uh, I've been told that I'm so lucky for how easy I can start sweating. Um, People have caught me sweating and said, oh my gosh, I wish I could break a sweat that easily. And I tell you folks, nobody wants to hear that. You know, I mean, am I the sweatiest guy on earth? Possibly. I'm not sure if I'm going to enter a competition to find out. 
But let me tell you, just a little bit of heat, just a little bit of nervous energy, or even just a little bit of standing around in even a hint of sunlight for too long, and ba-boom, my body just starts sweating to try to cool the skin off because... Uh, you know, get get down into the 50 degrees and I am still a plenty warm. You know, it's good. It's nice that I can keep myself warm in a t-shirt at 50 degrees. But boy, oh boy, Los Angeles summer is on its way back. And so 85 degrees is already more than I'm comfortable with. Hey, I know. I know what I should do. I should move to one of the hottest cities on earth when I'm already this sweaty of a person. But here's the thing. The place where I grew up, yeah, it's nice and cool for a good portion of the year. But when summertime rolls around in Pennsylvania, it is humidity city, my friends. So L.A., the dry heat where you can step out of your apartment, walk to your car real quick, crank on your car's A.C., it's kind of nice than being trapped in constant humidity, both indoors and outdoors, in the shade, in the sun, humidity, city. Now, I know some of you listeners are from, quote unquote, the South, and you're going to complain about how the humidity there is so much worse. And that's true, because I've also been to the South. Humidity in the South is terrible. I remember being at a wedding in October in Virginia, and it was one of the sweatiest days of my life. Maybe the sweatiest day of my life. Wearing a tuxedo at a southern wedding in October. There was a little bit of rain that day, and then there was heat and humidity. It was a beautiful time. Can't tell you what I auditioned for. What else is new, right? Uh, but I have been on some really good, really fun auditions lately. Um, I don't know if you know this. Chances are, if you're listening, you're probably sick of hearing about it. But I'll lay it on you anyway. Uh, back in February, my episode of Shameless premiered. The episode is called The Hobo Games. It was Season 9, Episode 11. Oh, what are the odds? Huh? What are the odds that I would be on 9-11 of Shameless? It's... It's it's just a little too weird. For, no, it's not too weird for me. I love weird. Who am I kidding? But uh, it makes me laugh. That's for sure. It's just a funny, weird coincidence. Um, so Shameless came out. And uh, since Shameless, my agent and my manager have been hitting pretty hard with getting me out for some really good big auditions. Um, so uh, just praying to God that I book all of them, quite frankly. Oh, folks. There's this one audition. Forget about it. Can't tell you what it is, of course, so forget about it. But boy, oh boy, if I could book that. I went to the audition. It was fun. I did two takes. It was a great time. I found the best parking spot while on my way to that audition. It was wonderful. Today's audition also got a great parking spot. It was great. But boy, oh boy, that one... From just a couple of weeks ago, I've been checking checking the internet so far. I have not seen evidence that the role has been cast. It's for a feature film. Sometimes you get called into a feature film months, weeks later. Who knows how long later. 
So I don't know. I was, you know, I went in, I, I, I signed in. I was the only name reading for my character. I take that as a good sign. That happened again today. Today I went in for a big show. I was the only name signed in for my character. I love it when that happens. Love it. And the character said, he's sweaty. And I mean, oh, that's perfect for me. Perfect for me. If you're out there, if you're writing TV shows and movies and even plays, add the note, he's sweaty in the character description, and I am your man. We're having fun here on What You Been Up To. Did you guys really think that this, uh, when you started listening, that this was going to be an episode of Rogers Dodgers? I hope so. I hope I tricked you. I hope I played a fun trick on you. We're going to keep it short and sweet today, folks. This is just a mini episode. As you know, I like to do a full-length episode with a guest, and then a mini episode every once in a while. Well, one and then the other, basically. But uh, yeah, I've been good and busy for the last month and a half, and so this is my first chance to to make a mini episode of What You Been Up To. It's your favorite Steve Moulton interview podcast. I was recently on an episode of uh, Mrs. Brightside with the very funny Lucretia Lyons. That was fun. Got to record up in the Oakwoods apartments, uh, the famous L.A. apartment complex that uh, some genius once got the idea to cram a bunch of children actors into that apartment complex and also a bunch of college students who are being sent in from other parts of the country for their uh, their film and TV college degrees. It's a weird dynamic, but now the Oakwoods isn't even the Oakwoods anymore, ladies and gentlemen. It isn't even the Oakwoods. Now it's called AVA. So if you know your way around Los Angeles very well, if you've been here a lot and maybe you don't live here anymore, the legendary Oakwoods is now AVA. You tell me, folks. Maybe you're a big fan of Love on Netflix starring Paul Rust and uh, Gillian Jacobs. Is it Gillian Jacobs or Jillian Jacobs? I'm told it's Gillian by my roommate. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody else call her Gillian, but, uh, you know, it's spelled with a G. Let's try it. But Love on Netflix starring Paul Rust, Gillian Jacobs, and occasionally Mike Mitchell, the Spoon Man. Uh, that's a very funny show, hilarious show. I'm so very sad that I never got to audition for it. I did see a very good buddy of mine on the show playing the role that I would have liked to audition for. So, hey, that's cool. Somebody I know got it. That is A-OK by me. But uh, that show, a lot of it took place at the Oakwoods apartment. I think they called it something slightly different, like the Pinewoods or the Oak branch or something like that but basically it was you know a very blatant nod to the famously weird and now defunct Oakwood's apartment what else is new folks it's been quite a few months since Halloween and uh the September scaries are already kind of creeping in I've, I've got uh, the tv on right now I've found that Netflix has Freddy versus Jason so I put that on and silenced it just to give it a watch. Haven't seen this, I think, maybe since the movie theaters. Uh, I don't remember if it's any good, but uh, 
Freddy and Jason, you know, they traumatized me a lot as a child. Their movies did, I should say. And uh, so now it's fun to be an adult and be able to stomach a Freddy movie or a Jason movie and uh, still be able to get to sleep at night. Glad I didn't watch this yesterday because last night, you might have heard that, that was me itching my ear and I do it very loudly. Uh, Last night, I was up working at about 1 a.m., only had about 20 minutes of my job left to do. 20 minutes usually only takes about an hour of real time, so that was beautiful. And the entire block went to blackout, folks. A blackout on my block. I could see one light on out of my bedroom window across a... uh, across a vast field that serves as a, uh, a plant nursery, uh, which is nice because it means all those plants are producing oxygen and all that oxygen is blowing into my bedroom window. Thank you. I've probably been over that before. But yes, I could see one light on out across that field. I'm assuming they must have had a generator because we were completely without power for a good solid 90 minutes, maybe a little more. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And so there I was so close to the finish line on my day job and whoop, power goes out all over the block i uh fortunately still had cell service i was able to check with the ladwp i saw that there were a few other blackouts going on around the valley and so uh you know i figured hey the dwp they've got this under control the worst blackout I ever experienced here, I believe, was in 2010. I'm sure if I check back through my Twitter account, I'll find myself hashtagging about it. And uh, the power basically went out during afternoon rush hour and didn't come on again until, uh, I think, almost 10 o'clock at night. I remember it went out pretty much 5 p.m., still nice and light outside, and then didn't come on again until after quite a few hours of darkness. Uh, so that was pretty, pretty intense, pretty intense blackout. I wound up, uh, leaving the house shortly around dark. Gosh, who was I even living with at the time? I was in the same apartment, but I had two completely different people living with me. I think they were both at work. So I was just like, all right, I'm just going to head out the door and go have some fun in another part of town while my block, uh, gets its power back. Came home at 10 o'clock at night. Power was still out. And then somewhere around 10.30, maybe 11, boom, came back on. It was great. Great time. So I'm glad that last night's blackout was only 90 minutes as opposed to uh, roughly 300, maybe 360 minutes, if my math is correct, which it only might be. If you're ever listening to my show and you hear me doing some math, feel free to whip out your calculator and double check. All right, because I'm doing the math just in my brain. So I'm not going to ever guarantee that my math is correct when I'm spitballing like this, yo. Freddy versus Jason, some kid just stuck his his bare butt cheeks up against a window in order to harass the uh, the orderlies in the hospital that he's committed to, committed into, perhaps. Um, huh, Freddy's so scary. Jason... Also pretty scary. I remember being a very little kid. I think I was five the first time I saw Jason pop out of the water. And then uh, I was traumatized 
for years. And I saw plenty of other Jason movies during those years. It wasn't like I was five, saw Jason pop out of the water, and then never watched one again. No, 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 no. I was then watching a Jason movie at virtually every sleepover I ever went to as a kid. And let me tell you, me and my brother, we did a lot of sleepovers. We were sleepover champions. Hey, what's going on? Ah, sleeping over somewhere. Cool. Try to make it two nights in a row. Sleepovers all the time. Sleepovers are fun, man. Watch a Jason movie. Try to fall asleep. You're not, you're not even 10 years old. It's a bad idea, but it was fun when it happened. Monica Kina is in this movie. I wonder whatever. I'm sure she's up to something. She's Monica Kina. She's got to be on some show right now. But there's just too much good TV. So whatever show she's on, it must be something that I just forget to watch. Game of Thrones is coming back soon. You guys all know this. Good old... Uh, Avengers Endgame is coming soon, but right now, ladies and gentlemen, right now, available on Apple Podcasts, you're going to be able to listen to a show called, coincidentally enough, Blackout. Blackout, starring Rami Malek. Now, If you're my friend, you've probably seen me posting about this. I don't know why I faked a little laugh there when I said the word probably. Just seemed like the actor trainery thing to do. You're probably tired of me talking about Blackout, but I've got to get the word out there because we've only consistently been in the top three podcasts every time a new episode comes out, baby. So right now, it's Monday. Tonight at midnight, it becomes Tuesday. And when that happens, there will be an all new episode of Blackout. Check out your Apple podcasts. You can already hear episodes one, two, three, four, five. Nope. Just one, two, three, and four. Ignore Lou Bega until midnight tonight. And then you will be able to hear episode five. Why am I pushing Blackout so hard? Well, ladies and gentlemen, dear listeners, mom and dad, I dropped my phone in the middle of that announcement, folks. I'm pushing Blackout so hard because I booked a role on it. If you listen to episode two, you'll hear me. If I'm not mistaken, I'll be showing up again tonight in episode five. And I'll be showing up in a few more episodes as the show goes along. It's a very exciting show. It's a very well-made show. I've seen a couple of reviews where people are complaining about some of the accents in, in, in the show. And to that I say, buzz off, okay? Because you know what critics like to do? Critics, when they can't find anything to complain about, they like to complain about something that's very easy to pick on, alright? I see it on the chef shows all the time. If the food is good, but the food, you know, the guest judges, the critics don't want to give the food too many compliments, they say, oh, it needs more salt, or, oh, it wasn't salty enough. Accents are the same thing, all right? People like something, but they just feel the need to take some kind of dig at it, you know, because these faceless uh, reviewers, they don't want to be perceived as as too positive about something good. So they got to say, Oh yeah, I really like it. But boy, oh boy, those accents, some of them really stink. Hey, guess what? Not every accent is the same in every part 
of a state, all right? I literally saw, the show takes place, it takes place in Berlin, Berlin, New Hampshire, all right? I literally saw a review where a guy wrote, nobody talks like that around here. I live in Massachusetts, and nobody's accent is like that. Well, guess what, bro? I grew up in New Hampshire, okay? Where blackout takes place. And you can go from one town to the very next town, and people are going to have different accents. If you've ever studied accents as part of a college theater major, like I did, you will learn that in the city of England, the city of England, listen to me. Folks, can you tell I've had one cup of coffee today? In the country of England, in the city of London, accents can vary from block to block. So I don't want to hear any of you chuckleheads. Actually, I do want to hear it, and I want to read it, because I think it's just funny to read how stupid critics can be sometimes. But people just keep critiquing the accent. Oh, I'm from New Hampshire. And not everybody has that accent. Well, guess what? The characters in this town do have that accent. Enjoy it, okay? It's called voice acting. We're not on a screen. You're not able to look at a screen and go, oh, that looks like that person and that looks like that person. So we have to tweak our voices in order to get the characters to come across more. Some of the characters on the show don't have accents. Why? Because they weren't born and raised in the town where the show takes place. Some of us do have accents. Why? Because our characters were born and raised in that town. All right? But when you complain about the accents, we know that what you're really saying is, I couldn't find anything to complain about, but boy, oh boy, I just got to complain about something. So I'll complain about the accents. Good for you. Let me know when your podcast is available with an Oscar winner who, uh, you know, just decided to produce this very cool, very entertaining, very suspenseful, very fun podcast. I'm done complaining, folks. We're at 22 minutes, 28 seconds into the podcast. You're still listening to Rogers Dodgers, the unofficial favorite podcast of some of the Los Angeles Dodgers fans. Ugh. Dodgers fans. I got no bone to pick with you guys, but apparently there was yet another stomping down at Dodgers Stadium. Some guy in his 50s got stomped by some other guys after a game. It's not fun, you guys. That's not a fun thing to do. That's not a great way to live. All right, don't go around looking to stomp people, especially based on sports teams. Because those millionaires on the sports teams, they don't want you to stomp people on their behalf. The stomping gets done on the field with the pitching, the catching, the batting, the fielding, the running, and the home running. So if you're listening to this, you're probably not the kind of person who would stomp somebody at a sporting event. But if you've ever thought, boy, I'd like to stomp that guy at that sporting event, do me a favor. Do you a favor. Do that guy and his family a favor. Don't stomp the guy, okay? Hug it out. Somebody buy somebody else a beer and hug it out. Trade beers. You buy him a beer, he buys you a beer, and then you hug it out. 
slipped into a little bit of Chicago there. Eh, you better not bring that over to Chicago. I still haven't been to Chicago, folks. It's making me sad. No, I'm kidding. There's, I need to explore way more of Europe and Asia and Africa and Antarctica before I, before I go to Chicago. Chicago is just another part of America, a wonderful part of America, I'm sure. But I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta get without borders for a couple of days here, you guys. You know, I renewed my passport. And I have yet to get out of the country since I renewed it. When I renewed it, I had a whole lot of nice money in the bank. And I could have gone somewhere. But I was also in a bit of a situation where blowing money on a trip could have really bitten me in the butt. So I played it safe. Sure enough, the situation wound up biting me in the butt. But I still had the money in the bank. I was still safe from the butt bite. But now, I think it's been... Oh, that's always a good idea, Steve. Whistle right into the microphone. I think it's been like three years now since I got that uh, passport renewed. And I have yet to get out of the country. If you're listening to this, if you're a director of successful big-budget movies, or a casting director, or a producer of successful big-budget movies, or a writer, somebody in charge who wants to say, you know what, I need Steve Moulton in my project, and we... Wouldn't you know it, we just have to shoot it over in Europe. Well, guess what? My passport is valid for nearly seven more years. Booyah! Enjoy it, as the dearly departed Brody Stevens would say. I went to the 35th anniversary screening of The Karate Kid a couple weekends ago. And uh, The Karate Kid, it always reminds me of Brody. I didn't know Brody too, too well, but one of my favorite things he ever did was uh, a video. You can find it on YouTube. It's called Valley Vibes with Stephen Brody Stevens. And um, it's a real funny video of him showing us around the valley. And he visits the apartment complex where uh, Daniel LaRusso lived in The Karate Kid. And he has some good laughs with a mongoose bike. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Newsflash. I'm watching Freddy vs. Jason. A bunch of kids are partying in a cornfield and I'm no psychic I'm not sitting here with a crystal ball I can't read the future but I'm pretty sure Jason is about to come into this party and kill a whole bunch of these kids because we just saw his raggedy ass hand tearing some sort of sharpened pole out of the ground so I think he's going to impale a bunch of these people in three Two. Now, he still he still hasn't made it to the party. He's near the party. He hasn't made it to the party. 27 minutes and 11 seconds into the podcast. You're listening to What You've Been Up To with your host, Steve Bolton. That's M-O-U-L-T-O-N. I'm doing the good old Tom Likas fake DJ voice that uh, I think is gone out of fashion by now let's hope so but i really haven't listened to amfm radio in so very long um i was listening to a very famous southern california classic rock station the other day and when i tuned it to that station i believe uh 
I believe a song by the police was on, and it was not a deep cut. This was, you know, it was like Every Breath You Take, or Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic, or Roxanne. And the song ends, and the DJ comes on and says, you're listening to the I Haven't Heard That In Forever weekend on this radio station. Give us a call and request a song that you haven't heard in forever. And the next song requested was uh, Carn Evil 9, or whatever it's called, by Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. That is a song that is on the radio still very often. You know it. It's, welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. It's a prog rock. Some would say masterpiece. I would say one of the most annoying things I've ever heard in my life. Perhaps they composed it to specifically be annoying, because annoying can very often lead to catchy. And here we are in the year 2019, still talking about Carnival, Carnival 9, or whatever it's called, not really being an I haven't heard that in forever type of song. And the next person requested, You Gave Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi. That song has never gone away, folks. All right? You Give Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi has never gone away. It's like Sweet Child of Mine or Welcome to the Jungle. It was released. It was a big hit. It has never gone away. You're kidding yourselves if you think these songs haven't been heard in forever. Get real. What you're saying is, I've been spoon-fed radio way too long, and now all I know is what the radio is shoving down my throat. It's sad. Podcasting's the wave of the future. Podcasting's the wave of the now. It's 30 minutes into the podcast. I'm going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening to this mini-sode of What You Been Up To. Uh, please keep your eyes and ears open for new TV shows and stuff that I'm in. If you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you can find me on both as at Big Steve Moulton. Chances are if you're hearing this, it's because you saw my post on one of those and you decided to give it a listen. Or because you're a friend or family and you've been eagerly waiting for a new episode because it's been a month and a half since I recorded a new episode. I've done this joke twice. Somebody's going to call that radio station and say, Oh, I haven't heard Stained It's Been a While in Forever because it's been three hours since I heard it. Seek out better music whoever you are if you're listening to this when it's time to listen to music seek out better music don't just slap on the radio and let them spoon feed you the payola garbage i'm fighting the battle of who could care less right now i realize that i realize that i'm not saying anything new calling radio to the carpet Anyway, folks, listen to podcasts. Listen to the Blackout podcast starring Oscar winner Rami Malek as Simon Atani, a radio DJ in Berlin, New Hampshire, who's trying to keep his family safe and his community sane during a nationwide blackout. And thank you for listening to What You've Been Up To. 
I'm your host, Steve Moulton. My next guest is probably going to be the very talented Dylan Mooney. In fact, I'll reach out to him right now and see about recording our episode soon. You've been a wonderful audience, and I thank you for your continued support. Peace and pizza grease. Ah, mixed it up for you just a little bit there. I have a buddy who grew up saying, Peace and chicken grease. Wait, hang on, I can do his voice better than that. Peace and chicken grease. All our lives. And it's fun to say, but I threw in just a little curveball. Peace and baked potato grease. No, baked potatoes aren't really that greasy. How many false wrap-ups should I do for today's episode? I think, I think, we've, I think we're at about two right now. And as the early 80s sitcom reminded us, two is enough. No, it was eight is enough. That show was called Eight is Enough with Dick Van Patten. And I believe quite a few other Van Pattens were involved in that show. And uh, the theme song escapes me. But you know what theme song never escapes me. That'd be the theme song for Mr. Belvedere. I'm not going to sing it for you, because everybody just thinks that's just such comedy gold to sing the theme song from Mr. Belvedere as if they're as if they're uh, some sort of genius doing something for the first time. But whatever. Okay, see, now I've worked myself into a mood and I was about to bring up politics. Other than saying the word just then, I'm not going to bring it up. We're coming up on minute 34 of the podcast. I am now, for the third time, officially saying thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to listen to Blackout starring Rami Malek. Thank you for your continued support. I'm Steve Moulton. Good night.